This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 984. Alex's tips for an overall eight. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Three Keys Writing Wizard winner Alex is back to share her scores, including a listening nine and an overall eight. She shares the three keys strategies that helped her earn these extremely impressive scores. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Alex. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, Avery. Thank you so much. I know you were here recently because you were the winner of our writing wizard competition, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a couple of weeks ago. I know. And we're so excited you get to come back because you got your scores and they are amazing. And we're so excited to have you share your scores with us and tell us, give us some more details about how you got those scores and what our listeners can do to follow in your footsteps. So first of all, share your scores with us. What did you get on IELTS? Okay. So the overall um grade was eight and then I got in writing 6.5 in listening nine in reading and speaking eight so amazing congratulations those are fantastic scores Uh, how do you feel yeah I was very excited because I was like aiming for a seven or a 7.5 like hoping for that but like I never imagined to have an eight and also like a nine in listening because (laughs) it was like oh my gosh I was I took a a test and the first score that I got for listening was like 6.5 or something like that so like the mock test at the very beginning Yes. So I was kind of very concerned about my score there in listening. And yeah, like when I got a nine, it was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. This is so awesome. This is a real treat. It's funny. I, ha- I had typed the blog for your writing wizard interview with Jessica. And then just a few days later, I saw you posted in the Three Keys IELTS Facebook group your scores. And so it, I was like, oh, this is amazing. I was so excited. So I immediately emailed you to come back on the podcast to share your scores. It's so exciting. And this is really good motivation for students, I think, to hear these scores and to see it is possible. You know, when you are studying and working hard, you can get even higher scores than you were expecting, which how exciting is that? 
Yeah, 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 totally. And it was my first attempt. So it was like, oh, yeah, I don't have to waste more money. <laughs> oh, no, right? That's the best. Well, you did all the right things, right? You got into a study system. You were able to get the strategies you needed. So instead of wasting money, taking the test over and over, you invested in yourself. You got those strategies. You got all of Jessica's insider examiner advice and experience. And you were able to use it to pass the test the first time. That's the best case scenario. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like totally looking for many courses because I, like, honestly, as I mentioned in the previous episode, I am very concerned about money and things like that. And Aren't we all? I was, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was just I kind of saying like, I have waste a lot of money because I, I remember that I took a, uh, also a course in French. And for me, it was like it was a waste of money because the, the, the teachers were not that good and things like that. So I, I said, like, I really, really invest a lot in education and a lot in languages, but I don't want, like, to fail this exam and then have to pay it again. Right. <laughs> so it's like, oh, my gosh. No, so I just was, like, looking for cheap options and things like that. But, like, later on, I said, no, it's, like, better just to go with the – the course that you know that for sure will help me. And right. yeah. yeah, definitely. I think a lot of students are in the same situation you were where, you know, a lot of us have taken online courses that we were disappointed with. We felt like either the instruction wasn't very good. It was a waste of time, a waste of money. And so it can be a little scary to invest in ourselves and, and know that it's for sure going to be worth the money. But yeah, I, I think with, Jessica's experience as an examiner, 14 years she was an examiner. All of our listeners out there can know like this is different. This is not your average class where eh, it might be worth the money. It might not. This is very different. Everything in the course is useful, is directly related to the scoring system. So let's get into that. Like give us some details about when you signed up for Three Keys, Keys IELTS, what were some of the things you found that you could tell right away were going to help improve your score? Okay, so as I mentioned, I just took kind of last minute. It was kind of a little bit less than a month. But uh, what I really find very useful was the like the listening tips that I found. Because I, I was kind of reading free materials and things like that. But I know that like the strategies that they are mentioned there are like very, very useful. And I think that a very interesting thing that you should do as a student is just to know what are your weaknesses because those are the areas that I focus the, mo the most. And as I mentioned, in the mock test, I, I got 6.5 in listening. And then on the test, I got a 9. So it was like, oh my gosh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. That's such good advice. We talk about that a lot to be aware of your weaknesses and your strengths so that you can capitalize on your strengths and also um, not let your weaknesses trip you up. Like make sure that you're aware of those things and whichever exam you know you need the most work on to focus on that, to figure out the strategies you need to boost those scores. And that's clearly exactly what you did to go from a 6.5 in that mock test to a nine. That's a huge, amazing jump. Should definitely be proud of that. Yeah, I was like listening to an episode of the podcast where you mentioned about like the spelling mistakes in listening and that they were crucial. So I really focused on that because I I am not that good at spelling. <laughs> so I use Grammarly on my work, uh, but 
sometimes uh, that is like you get corrected by a machine so that you don't really realize what, what are those mistakes. Right. So I, I was looking for articles about kind of the most common uh, misspelling and things like that. So I remembered something about the days of the week and things that are very common. Yes, Wednesday, February. Yeah. <laughs> yes. IELTS loves to use those words over and over because they are so tricky. So I was kind of focusing on that and like words that could come across in the in the topics and things like that. And like writing down like by hand always those uh, words that I always mm. misspell. And then I kind of, I think that that was very helpful. And also like with numbers and with letters, because I am not that good also at like spelling on sign of like street addresses and names and things like that. Mm. I am not that good. But I'm, I was so glad you're, <laughs> I'm really glad you're bringing this up because we often get questions asking, how can I improve spelling? Because as students are preparing for IELTS, they recognize that with the listening exam, it is vital that you spell the words correctly. And it would be so devastating to have your spelling be the thing that keeps you from getting the scores you need. But it's not that easy to know how to work on spelling. You can't memorize how to spell every word. So you brought up some really good tips there to look for commonly misspelled words and to handwrite them. Because the more um, you can have a physical response to write, like you're remembering writing it and seeing it handwritten and then also typing it and seeing it typed correctly, the more you're able to see a word spelled correctly, the better you're able to reproduce that and remember it. So it sounds like you did all the right things to really improve your spelling. And clearly it worked where you got a nine on IELTS listening. Yeah, it was like really amazed about that. <laughs> That's awesome. So tell us as far as, because you got really excellent scores also on reading and speaking. Um, give us some details about that. When you first started studying for IELTS, what were the most difficult questions for you on the reading exam? And were there any strategies in Three Keys IELTS that you felt helped you with those types of questions? Uh, okay, so I really find difficult questions about um, natural science. So like medicine, biology, uh, things like that, because I am very eager to know about social science. So I read a lot about economics and I like to read all, also the news about politics and current affairs, like that always related to politics. Nice. <laughs> and a little bit of history and something like that. But about biology, animals, plants, I am like very ignorant. <laughs> Gotcha. So did you so, look specifically for articles? I, I think that... Are you there? So I, I, what I really like about the, the course was that of like the template for your vocabulary uh, notebook. Yes. Because I was kind of looking for the words for, for each specific topic. Like instead of just uh, memorizing a lot of words <laughs> that maybe I would not use. So it was like very useful that I, I really um, use that. And I think that was very important to use. Um, Can I, you share, how did you set up your vocabulary notebook? Did you color code anything? Did you have specific topics that you then added vocabulary to? I really uh, follow the template that you suggest. And then I highlighted some uh, words that you mentioned that were high score. 
So I was uh, highlighting uh, keywords in each topic because it is good if you have time, the more you memorize is always the better. But if you have like short time, because I was just like a month or something like that. So I was trying to use um, words that were not that common and that they were high scoring. So I was highlighting those words. Perfect. Awesome. Okay. Talk to us about speaking a little bit. It is really impressive to get an eight on that speaking exam. So tell us, how did the speaking exam go? What do you think got you that eight? I think that it's very interesting just to try to know what are the topics that you really know in deep so that you can somehow link. Um, let's say I, I got the topic of fishing. And as I mentioned, I am not really aware of biology, animals. So I am totally ignorant about that. And when the person mentioned something like about fishing, I was like, what? But then... <laughs> what? <laughs> Because it was like, what are the type of fish that it's common in your country? And, and something like that. Oh, that is a strange question. <laughs> and to know but, the names of the fish, that wouldn't, even a lot of natives might not be able to name a lot of fish that they could find close by in a lake. That's tricky. Yes, How did you it answer? It was very, very tricky. But I remember that just like, it happens to be that my country export tuna. So it was like an easy one. <laughs> but Perfect. then... I was trying to link this to an article that I read about like microplastics. So then I went into that side, like into, into the side of the climate change consumer and something like that. So I was like uh, saying something that we have to be, be uh, very aware of where we bite the fish because they can be with microplastic in them and things like that. So I was more talking about the topics that I was uh, very comfortable with. But okay, linking that, that, that is that genius. <laughs> we need to pause on that for a minute because how smart is that to, yes, answer the question and say, we have a lot of tuna in my country. We export a lot of tuna. But that you, you know, it might be hard to say a lot more about the fish in your country, but you had a lot of information that was related closely enough that you could tie in. I can see how that pushed your answers to that eight, where you were able to take it to that next, next level and talk about the environment and, you know, sustainable efforts that can be made to save the fish population. Don't eat, you know, don't be consuming GMOs. If you're talking about higher level things like that. Yes, you're going to get that eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to link to the words that I, I know. So it was very interesting that I was able to do that because when the person just mentioned like the fishing, it was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you took that kind of strange question and rocked it, right? And we're really able to push your score up. So great job on that. We were talking briefly before we started recording about your writing score. Tell us um, what writing score were you, were you aiming for and what do you think might have affected to make you get that 6.5? Yeah, so I was really trying to get a 7 in writing and I was uh, feeling comfortable with that, like reading the the high scoring words and the templates. Uh, and then I got a 6.5. But I think that a very <laughs> crucial thing that was not that planned <laughs> was that I, I needed to go to the bathroom because before the exam, I 
I drank a lot of water. So I was just in need to go to the bathroom. And then I I was able to to do like perform well in the previous sections. And I felt that the topics on the writing tasks too was something that I, I feel comfortable with. So I said, yeah, I have to run now because I really need it. And I will be very nervous if I continue like Definitely. with that need to, to, to run yes. to the restroom. <laughs> so I had to go there. Yeah, and I think I, that it took like 10 minutes or eight minutes or something like that. But I think that denials every minute counts. Yes, so. definitely. I think if not for that, you for sure would have gotten that seven because as you're, as we're practicing, just like you said, every minute counts. Like that 20 minutes for task one and 40 minutes for task two are so precious and to lose a few of those minutes would be drastic. And I, so I'm sure that is, you know, I'm sure that did greatly affect your task score. But like you said, if you got to go, you got to go. So I think the best <laughs> takeaway is don't drink so much water before the test right? But sometimes things like that will happen and 6.5 is still an excellent score. And, you know, I think like you were saying, you're using the templates, you're using the strategies. And so in spite of losing that almost 10 minutes, you still were able to get a very impressive score for writing. Yeah. Then I was thinking that like uh, the grade that I needed and the overall score that I needed was just like a seven. And like the minimum score was 6.5. So it was like, yeah, and eight, it's fine. <laughs> you got what you needed. You just were aiming even higher, right? But then to get the, those nines and eights pulled your overall score higher than you expected. And it's just so exciting. It's the best feeling to, to get a better score than you expected. I've had that happen to me a couple of times and I don't know if there's anything better. It's so awesome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember something like that because I also took like the French test uh, yes. and I was aiming for like 75 over 100 and then I got like 91 or something like that. Nice. <laughs> it was like, oh. yes, I'm amazing at French. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we'll have to sometime call and just chat in French. That would be really fun. I could probably use the practice. Thank you so much, Alex, for coming on the podcast twice. Both episodes were so fun to hear how you won the writing wizard and then to hear about your amazing scores on, scores on IELTS. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Aubrey. Yes. Thanks for joining us. We will chat with you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.